Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. Heaven for what? Fuck that you leveling up. I didn't see you was a plus. Leave that nigga in the dust. Take him back here for what? Lamborghini from a bus. All that we needed was trust. I said enough is enough. Don't got no business with you. Champagne for the exes. We'll grind for the legs. You are listening to the Ill Advice Wise Guys podcast. Starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 yo. We back. We back. With another one. And another one. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. Man, this old boy. Man, what you talking about? This old boy. This old boy. Big Draco. Drake? Big Draco. Yeah, that's my phone. That's my phone. Who phone this is? That's my phone. Soldier boy. Off in this hole? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, 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 I had to knock that out of my out of my head. It's 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 QDZ for Sheezy and uh, his ZZ. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell that was, but this is episode fifty-eight. 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 And it feels great to be here, man. We we thank you guys for joining. Oh, wait, you just rhyming right there. Keep going. It feels uh, great. Maurice Spates. <laughs> um, Maurice Spates. Pass me a plate. Ooh. Blanch it like Kate. Ooh. You said Blanch? Blanch it. Kate Blanch it. Who the hell is that? That's a singer. Uh, 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 sorry, an uh, actor or actress. I don't know who that is. Uh, shit. Flate. Drate. Congratulate. And that's where we inflate. Start. Debate. Oh, you don't want no smoke. Let's get. Hey, you want to go? You're looking at me like you don't want to smoke. So you know what? We're gonna stop there. Hate. Ooh, I'm back. Probate. Ooh, probate. Ooh, they got me on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got, got you. Me. I got you. Ooh, 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 ooh. We gonna, we gonna. Uh oh, uh oh. We gonna go. We gonna. We gonna Three, go two, group. one. Game over. Oh, you know he. You we tried. We had to regroup. You know you tried. It's all. It's all good. We it's had all to good. Regroup, man. Well, we thank you guys for joining. Uh, new and old listeners. Um, not old as in age, but you know people who've been rocking with us for a while. Um, you man, we got a jam packed show. We got a jam packed show. We got some people who dropped some great music, and I'm I'm hopeful. I am so hopeful that you guys have heard it. Great music, great like Popeye's chicken sandwich, great or Ooh. like great like Chipotle when they accidentally put extra chicken in the bowl, great. Great like Popeye's chicken sandwich, great. Oh my god, not you know, not possible. You know what? Let's let's jump right into that. God damn it, not possible. Because, because for the listeners' edification. Yes, I use that word, and I don't know how to spell it. But before the show just started here, we tried to go to Popeye's in light of this freaking Popeye's Chick-fil-A battle that's been going on. And you know what they told us? They had this ghetto-ass sign up on the damn on the damn order screen 
talking about we ran out of chicken sandwiches. Which we, you can find the picture on Instagram. We're going to post it like. Got to so post that. We got to post that real soon on Instagram. Matter of fact, that yeah. might even be the the, 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 the episode yeah. photo. It should be. Yeah, man, let's do it. But we want to, hey, what, what do you think, though? Because obviously we haven't had it, but, I mean, shit, we've all had Chick-fil-A sandwiches, goddammit. Like, wh- wh- is it possible for, for, for Popeye's chicken sandwiches to eclipse Chick-fil-A sandwiches? Well, well, is that a thing? Is that possible? Without having had the, Pope- the Popeye's chicken sandwich, is that possible? Well, Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich is like the Michael Jordan of chicken sandwiches, like, that's like seeing some random basketball player. Well, Popeye's not that random. But that's like seeing some decent basketball player in one year turned into the GOAT the next year. And now we consider that the GOAT. Wait, I thought we were. Jordan's now second place. Hold on. I thought we retired that word last episode. Oh, the GOAT. That's true. That's true. Or did we retire? Or did we just make fun of it? Whatever. You retired it. I, I do no love. I do love that goats. word. I told you on the. I show. like goat in my stew, and I like goat in my debates. So shut up. Hey, listen. You first off, you're not a goat person. So stop lying to the people. Damn it. You don't even eat meat. To hell, you're a vegetarian. Well, why are you lying to everybody? Because of lies. Jesus Christ. Lies galore. Um, I just had a big ass wait, plate of ribs. Wait, but you didn't answer. Talking the fr- about I didn't eat wait, hold on. Meat. Answer the freaking question, man. What I asked you about? I just the- told you. Short answer. Michael what's the short Jordan. Answer? What? What's the, What's the question? Jesus. Christ. You didn't even tell me a question. You said, <laughs> "What do I think?" Yeah, I said. That's not I a real said, question. Is it pos- I said, "Is it possible for the Popeyes chicken sandwich to eclipse the Chick Fil A chicken no sandwich?" No way in hell. No way in hell. Not not Popeyes. And I love Popeyes. Popeyes is really good. Their biscuits are good. They're they're mm. uh, what was I talking about? I just I just forgot. Yeah, you were thinking about Popeyes, weren't oh you? Oh my god. Yeah. And the doing? chicken sandwich that you the you wedges, know. potato wedges. Yeah, man, they're uh corn. I, I like their mm, uh mm. honestly I like everything on their menu. Hot girl. Hot Popeyes yeah, summer, man. The biscuit. You gotta Hot get the Popeyes. you gotta get the biscuit with the strawberry jelly. Oh my god. Jeez. That was strawberry Christ. jelly, man. F that. <laughs> and then I just it's discovered It's all good by his lonesome. Bro, and then I just discovered a few years ago they had like multiple dipping sauces. Oh yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, they got the they got sweet heat. They got the Popeye's sauce. Motherfucking uh uh Barbecue. Buffalo Billy. Buffalo Buffalo Billy. Um uh, Louisiana Seventy Sixers. I gotta talk like I'm spitting. You know, you know, hey man, you know. I just like your chicken though, you know, like Hey bro. Uh can you stop like seducing the listeners? <laughs> Any, all right, so we obviously we don't have much of a deep dive. We didn't actually check out the sandwiches, unfortunately. They literally told us they were sold out, and I was kinda mad. But I'm glad we went to at least try it out. Hopefully you guys have tried out the freaking sandwiches. We want to know what the hell y'all think, man. But but real talk, I think that Without having tried it, I think Chip, I, I said Chipotle. Imagine if Chipotle got into this. But anyway, all right. I really believe Popeyes can can pull this upset. You just want. I think I think it's possible, dog. Want problems? I think it's possible. Like I mentioned to you earlier, everything on Popeyes menu is good, and they specialize in chicken. How in God's name can they not make a chicken a successful chicken sandwich? How? I think it's I think it's more likely 
more unlikely than not that they will make a bad chicken sandwich than a good one. But we're talking better than Chick-fil-A. I know they can make a good chicken sandwich. Better than Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich? I got to see it to believe it. Some things you got to see to believe. LeVar Ball thinks he can beat Michael Jordan. Fine. You're big. Whatever. I got to see that to believe that. There is no way. Because Chick-fil-A is the god of chicken sandwiches. Something better? That's blasphemous. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Do you know how many black girls right now is like, yo, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Shit. There is no way but something's you beating Chick-fil-A. You don't think black girls eat? Black girls you don't love think black girls Chick-fil-A. Eat Popeyes? They definitely on Popeyes, too. They like Popeyes. Oh, yeah. But black girls love Chick-fil-A. I think every girl loves Chick- love Chick-fil-A. I don't think I've ever met a girl who did not like Chick-fil-A. Seriously. I can't speak on white girls. Jeez. But- Okay, Mr. Shabazz I'm Muhammad. Just say, I'm just no, I, I can't. I just can't because I, I, I've, I've date. I'm going on all the girls I've dated. Oh, you talking about dating? I thought you were yeah. talking about just like girls in general. Other girls eat. I've spoke. You've never spoken to anybody but a black woman. Uh, uh, I mean, they pr- don't come out. <laughs> dude, <laughs> is not the, dude, only I mean, time I see start only talking time, about Benny Hanna and all that br- stuff. Uh, Benny Hanna, dude. Did you know? Cheesecake do you know about? About fifty percent of the time, I about seventy five percent of the time I Ch- talk about Chick Fil A. It comes up in your regular conversations. Hey girl, you in the club or you're at the no. bar? <laughs> you're trying to talk to somebody. Hey girl, you know? Yeah, man. Wait, I'm, what are you talking? Uche, you said you talked to all these girls, bro. What about Chick Fil A? Why are you putting me in these like these situations where I'm, you? So you mean to tell me I can't have a regular conversation yeah, at work regular, with a woman? Uh, historically, what are you talking? Like, why does it got to be in the club? I, <laughs> Why's it gotta be? Hey, uh, hey, hey, girl, hey, uh, hey, I, I like, I like the smell of your, uh, your, your her, and uh, it smell like Chick Fil A. It smell like Chick Fil A sauce. Very possible. Mm. Very possible. Did you order that right from the <laughs> right from the the app? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, let's get started, man. Um, I but I am really interested though. I want to know what the hell y'all think if if this is really a thing or not. I'm going to get to the bottom of that shit, my damn self. So I'm going to let y'all know as well. Um, anything we else Anything else we should touch before we get into this? Um, touch my body. No, uh, that's it. Oh, Jesus. That's it. Watch the throne. So with the first album, EP, mixtape, project, LP, Whatever the hell you want to call it on this damn episode, we have to talk about St. John, a.k.a. Ghetto Lenny, with his new project called Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs. Who the hell is Ghetto Lenny, by the way? That's his alter ego, man. That's his alter ego? Yeah. Don't ask me why it's called that, but who, who knows why anybody even names their alter ego anything? Like, Beyonce had Sasha Fierce. Why, why did she name that? There's why, I don't get it. Name. Huh? There's fierce. It's a, it's a girl that's fierce. Why I, don't know, where, I don't know where Sasha came from. Well, why did J. Cole name his alter ego Kill Edward on the on the last album? That's just weird. So it's Ghetto Lenny. Fits, yeah, fits Ghetto right Lenny, in, sir. Ghetto Lenny sounds like, yeah, I mean, a trucker. Hey, I want to know what you think about this. Me? You yeah. start, for, for me? Please, please. Oh, I, I, I wasn't prepared. Please. Let me get the paper. Please. <laughs> Without further ado. Okay. You want me to get the teleprompter out? Yes, please. 
I need some ghost writing on this one. No. Um, you know, St. John, you know, first and foremost, if you follow St. John, it was inevitable that he was going to blow up. Like these last, especially if you follow him these last couple of months. I think I, I saw him at one of these, uh, I want to say it was a rock rock nation breakfast or something like that where it had all these stars on there and st john was one of them um yeah the rock nation brunch yeah right yeah. rock nation brunch he was on there um and then if you just look at his persona it just screams out like present day big dog that's weird you know but for me, I didn't really realize how talented he was until I started to actually listen to his music, like deep dive. Um, and in this album, what I thought about him before the album was completely different. My respect level for St. John went up dramatically after listening to this album. So I'm going to keep it short. I can do a deep dive and I'm going to keep it pretty short. St. John on this album is a great singer. Now, no, vocally, he, he, he can't keep up with The Weeknd. He can't keep up with the Mariah Carey's of the world. Of course not. But his ear for music is phenomenal. His ability to lay down complex melodies is great. He harmonizes very well. And his lyrics are beyond meaningful when they need to be. Everybody says, oh, great singer has to have a great voice. That's part of it, slightly. But what about all the other things that they're able to do? Which also makes him a great writer, too, in my opinion. Um, but then at, at the same time, he keeps close to his trap roots on this album. But the way that he... The way that he does it, he sprinkles in his trap roots. He doesn't just all out give you this trap version of himself. He plugs and plays and puts it in there every once in a while just to remind the people that think he's soft or anything like that, that he's not buck, just to remind them that this dude's really about it. You know, I love that. Um, and then aside from that, there's some good club bangers on there. There's some good trap bangers on there, but there's really some timeless hits on there. The song that he has with Lenny Kravitz, I believe it's called what is what is that song called? Help oh, me out. Borders. That. Borders. Beautiful song. The message behind the song, the singing that both Lenny Kravitz and St. John are doing on it is phenomenal. It's like timeless music. Music that three, four, five years from now will still sound just as great and crisp as it does today. So um I think this album by St. John is uh uh I don't want to call it a classic, but it's borderline classic, can become a classic, and my respect level for dude went up really high, really high after this. That's it. That's it. That's it. I told you. Come on, man. Keep it short. You can't say and more my than grade that. is like B plus A minus, B plus A minus, around there. All right, man. So I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna go a little bit more in depth, but not necessarily take as much time. Or, or sorry, as yeah. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. This album is great. Point blank, period. This album is phenomenal. How many more? Well, let me think of how many more synonyms I can think of. This album is illustrious. This album is magnificent. Impregnable. <laughs> Impre impregnable. Um, 
for so many reasons. You touched on some of them. St. John is, I believe, on the verge of superstardom. I think he's in this interesting place right now in his career where I think a lot of people don't know who he is yet. You know, especially his face. You, There's no way you know who he is, and at least if you see him. Uh, although if you do see him, you, you do get this rock star vibe from him where you could easily see him taking off. The music easily matches that. I think this album was really strong, man. Starts out with Wedding Day. I thought that song was really good. Very melodic. Uh, beautiful. Beautifully put together song. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I don't even know what more to say. The, the feature with Meek Mill, man. I remember when this song came out a few, what, months ago? I don't want to say I wasn't, ago. I don't want to say I wasn't feeling it, but I didn't appreciate it when he dropped it. When I heard it on this album, I said, wow, this song is amazing. I, this is this is a great song. Y'all already know how I feel about Trap. I came on here months ago and was like, dog, this song is, like, great. Um, And, it, and it's funny because even after listening to this album, I don't even think Trap is one of the best songs on the album, which is the craziest part about it because that lets me know how, how highly I think of St. John and what he was able to do on this album. To wrap it up real quick, um, although I could say so much more, uh, who do you blame? Arguably my favorite song on the album. Who do you blame? Great song. Borders. Great song. I'm not going to lie, man. This song is, I'm sorry, this album is just great from top to bottom. I think it's one of those albums that sounds like a playlist. You can really just throw it on, put it on shuffle. Uh, it'll give you vibes, late night vibes, whether you're driving, you hanging out with some people, little house party here and there, get the mood going, people drinking, having a good time, but it has to be played at night. (laughs) This is, this is a dark, dark sounding album. Like you, there's no way I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this album during the day. I just don't. It sounds like a a Batman soundtrack. (laughs) Right. So long story short, uh, Great project from St. John, man. Y'all, y'all check this out. I don't think you'll be uh, dis- disappointed at all. Grade, please. A plus. A plus. A plus? A plus. So it's better than Thriller. Here you go again. Stop talking to me about Thriller. It's better than Good Kid, Bad hear, City. I, okay, how about it's this? better than, it's the best album ever created, nah, ever assembled. Nah, realistically speaking, plus. realistically speaking, I'm not going to give it the plus. I'm going to give it an A minus. Okay. I'm not going to give it the plus. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not going to give it a plus. A plus? I don't even think you can give an album an A plus <laughs> until you heard it for multiple months and years. Yeah, it's not A It's plus. not possible. It's not A plus. It, but it is an A minus. Because it's, to me personally, I think it's higher than a B plus. I have to give it. A minus it, is fair. I have to give it a little bit more props, man, because I really think it's that good. Um, yeah, man, that's it. A plus is not even a real grade. Yeah, it's not. Can't get better than a hundred. Well, actually, extra credit. So you gave St. John extra credit for what? Hey, I went, I went down to a minus, man. Jeez, sheesh. What's wrong with these kids these days? These kids, you the one talking about the goat. You, the, you the kid. You, you. <laughs> hey, is St. John the goat? <laughs> is he the goat? If he got a plus, he might be. Okay. All right, uh, let's move on, man. Brock Hampton dropped an album called Ginger, and this album was surprisingly good. 
Not because um Hey 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 before you start. What's up? We gotta call you out. What's up? I saw your Twitter post. Yeah, what'd I say? No Brockhampton. Who are Brockhampton fans? Yeah. I'm Do still they looking have for them. fans. I'm still looking for them. They sell records. Oh no, no, no. I, all right. They let sell me records. Let me clarify for the Kevin for, Abstract. Can you name other than Kevin Abstract, you probably couldn't even name him. Hell no. Can you name anybody on that? You know, it's like 15 people. It's like 15 people, yeah. Some white people. I believe there was Ethiopian in there. Listen, listen. All right, let me <laughs> let me clarify for the- I promise you. Let me clarify for the kids. No, seriously, I know they have fans. They sell out shows, man. Like, they definitely have a fan base. I'm just saying I never met one. You ever met somebody who's who's like, yo, hey, you heard that new Brockhampton? No, have you're you right. ever ran you're across right. one no, person? You're right. you're right. I'm not- I don't, It's kind of how I feel about weird. Rhapsody, uh, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, I don't know anybody who 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 bigs her up, but anyway, Brockhampton dropped the album called Ginger. It was surprisingly good. I thought that uh, it wasn't surprising because I don't. It's not that I didn't think they were capable of this because I had. I think I heard maybe two Brockhampton songs in my life, so I knew the type of music at least that they were capable of. Very lyrical, very Tyler the Creator, odd future ish sounding uh of music that they kind of give off um i have no idea who's who rapping singing i don't know i don't know names i just remember seeing one picture with with the whole group and i was like talk why you mean to tell me all 15 of these people is this the biggest group ever no seriously wu-tang had like 90 wu-tang had about 10 they i think they got wu-tang because they legit have about 14 to 15 people in their group. Apparently, some people left, and they still have 15 people. How's that possible? Brockhampton. Yes. Wow. There were people who left the group, and there's still more than, all right, maybe not 15, 14. At least 10. Um, nonetheless, I really like this album. I thought uh, the song Boy Bye was really good. I like the song No Halo. Really, really good. You know, like I said, the number one thing that stands out to me is just the 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 Tyler the Creator I Future kind of vibes I get, you know. And I'm not talking about the Tyler the Creator of nowadays. I'm talking about like, you know, Goblin. I I really hear like old influences of Tyler the Creator and just all the weird sounds that he was putting together in them. So I really appreciate that. So I don't have much more to say, man. I really don't. I'm still looking for y'all fans though. I'm still looking. You 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 trying to you trying to catch a fade with 15 people? My God, are you crazy? Hey, hey don't be disrespectful you just to them. Just you, getting their asses whooped. 15? 15 of them. You trying to take them all on? I mean, you could do it if you if you. Well, you talking about the Chan, fans of the group? If you Lee and Carter, <laughs> you go this way, I go that way. Hey, hey, digression. Who will whoop whose ass? Jet Lee or or Jackie Chan? Oh, come on. Easily, Jackie Chan will whoop Jet Lee's ass. Actually, I don't know. Actually, uh, <laughs> oh, in their prime, easy, easily. Their prime? Actually, I don't know what in their prime. Jet Lee was sure, quick with in it in the prime. Jet Lee was quick with it. Jet Lee will whoop anybody's ass. <laughs> I don't know if he'll whoop Jason Statham's ass. Mm. Hey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> that's that's my impersonation of Jason Statham. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jet Lee ain't have no smoke on me. Uh, <laughs> what'd you think of the album, man? Brockhampton, uh, Ginger. So, first and foremost, the big takeaway for me by listening to this album was it's just so refreshing hearing weirdo rap. 
Because this is the bracket that it's in. It's weirdo rap bracket. There's only a few people in the weirdo rap bracket. Apparently, um, Mike Posner is in the weirdo rap bracket now, but I digress. Um, it's cool. I thought the album was really cool. I thought I thought it was interesting. Nobody outshined any anybody on the album. Like, I mean, there. Probably don't get they, me wrong. I just don't know who's who yet. There was there was a couple people like Joba, I believe is his name. They're, like the, obviously, for me, I gravitate towards singers. So Kevin Abstract, he could do both. But the singers, the, the, there was a song that sounded like B2K would make it. Remember that song on the album? Uh, do you know the name? There was a song that it 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 sounded like a B2K song to me. Yeah, I'm, I don't. It gave me nostalgic feels. I'm 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 looking it up right now. It gave me nostalgic feels. I'm, I'm actually say it's sugar. I'm actually looking for the members I'm right now. I'm gonna say it's sugar. I'm looking for the I have members. the members right here. Yeah, I got I got all of them right here. I have the members. So looking at the members, obviously, like I said, Ke- Kevin Abstract was is is the, the, the star apparently. But who is he? Which one is he? He's the, one of the black people. There's some white people in the group too. Did you know that? Yeah. Look at the, I'm looking at the picture. Look, it's right there. So Kevin Abstract, Joba is another star of the group. Merlin Wood Joba, isn't that like some oil? Could you stop making you've you've had you've you've made fun of these guys enough. I'm asking a question. It's a question. It's not oil. It's a singer. Joba is definitely or is it Jojoba? I I don't know. I don't. There's a oil anyway. I'm just doing my job. Go for it. Hey, listen. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. All right. Go for it. Okay. But yeah, you know, my real question about this album. It's a good album. Forget about the album. My real question is, they sell all these records. How much money do they actually make off of this? Because you have to split it with 15 people. When that it's all be, said and done, they probably take home like $20,000 each is it for worth a it? triple platinum album. Is it? Is it worth it? <laughs> it might be. Uh, twenty. I, I'll take 20000 What you talking about? If you I'll go triple 20, platinum? 000, that, that's true. TLC. F out of here, yo. I'm getting more of that. Broke. TLC said... Too many people were in their pockets. That was only three of them, though. (laughs) (laughs) Too many people were in their pockets. So all the albums that they sold, they said by the time they sold their third album, they were still broke. (laughs) I believe that. I was like, wow. I believe that. So nowadays, I don't think artists make money off their albums. I think artists make money off of tours, off of social media, merch, merch, things like that. So like Brockhampton, so in one sense, it's beautiful and it's organic. It's refreshing to see like a whole bunch of dudes get into a rap group and be successful making a rap album. But in another sense, if these guys don't start like marketing themselves a little more where we know their names, we know their faces, how much money can you make? I would not pay any of these guys for a club appearance. Well, Maybe yeah, yeah. Kevin Abstract. They had to all be together, dude. Even you, you keep mentioning his name. I st- I don't. And he's care. not that popular. Don't care. Listen, about dude, the listen, name yet. listen. Yet, do you know how bad now the name Brockhampton is respected? Do you know how bad of a if I was a club owner, right? Do you know how bad it would be if I was a club owner? Fifteen people can walk to me and say, "Hey, we are Brockhampton right now." I'll be like, "Oh yeah, go ahead. You guys can perform at the club. We'll pay you each ten thousand dollars to perform." And I will not know. They can rap all the words to the songs. I would not know that this is not Brockhampton. 
Matter of fact, well, two people can substitute. It well, could be them and two people can substitute. I wouldn't even know. Well, you know what that makes you? Who was that? A, a fool? Terrible club a owner. Sucker? A terrible club promoter. They look they I that's, can't that's, tell. That's disgusting that you first off, you got that type of cash. I got catfish. On you. How you get catfish for Brock Hampton? <laughs> Yo, that's a Brock Hampton. You, you need to pick you. a new job. Got Brock Hampton, that's a that's a walking catfish. And <laughs> hey, let's move on, man. We got we got other albums to talk about. Jeezy. Jeezy Jeezy, aka Young Jeezy, dropped his album. I heard. And final. I heard you got a rant about this one. Final out. I do. You ready to rant? Did you? I Who'd heard, you hear that from? I heard Kevin Durant's coming back. Uh-oh. Uh Jeezy dropped his album called Thug Motivation 104. The legend yeah. of the snowman. Yeah. I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper. Damn. What'd you think of this, man? I want to preface. Mm-hmm. What I think about this with saying, you don't want Thug to motivational. Like Thug motivation one hundred and one is easily one of my top ten albums of all time. I love Young Jeezy Thug Motivational one hundred and one. Thug Motivation one hundred and one. I can't remember what. It's, it's, there's a title after the Thug Motivation one hundred and one. I forgot what it's called. I think it's Let's Get It. Let's Get It. Thug Motivation one hundred and one. Whatever. That album, one of my top albums, is up there with the documentary with the game, Lupe the Cool, maybe Lupe Food and Liquor, maybe, um, and Joe Button's first album. Well, that's not Joe Button's first album is not top ten, but it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Joe Button's first album, but anyway, huh? Joe Button's first album with yeah. Pump. You want to rewind it? Up. That? Uh-huh. Pump, pump, pump it up. Just Blaze? That one. That's one of my favorite no albums of all about. time. I love that it's First album. time I've heard anybody ever See, say that. you know what's so funny? I digress again. You know what's so funny? Joe Budden's getting super popular. Joe Budden was on Love and Hip Hop and all that stuff. I was actually a big Joe Budden fan back in like 2003 when he dropped that album. I was a huge Joe Budden fan. So when people say, yo, Joe Budden's actually one of the top rappers in of all time. I know what you're talking about because I was actually a big Joe Budden fan. Nobody would believe it. All right, I got to rant. I got to rant because. About Joe Budden or about Thug Motivation? <laughs> Joe Budden. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, here no, we it's, go. Not that, it's not that bad. I promise. And I'm not faking it. I'm not well, faking well, for, it. Well, first, first Don't, you can't rant on me or say I'm fake. For, first and foremost, uh, everybody liked Joe Budden when he came out with Pump It Up. Everybody was on. Everybody thought he was sick. He everybody was, was like, "Yo, he's the yes, next one." Yes, but for right? me, I continued to like Joe Budden. Right, so, but he never came so, out with another album. So that's the that thing. was the problem. So that's the thing. After that point, most people fell off. He's he had his fans, of course. This whole resurgence of people saying that Joe Budden is one of the top rappers of all time, y'all need to knock it the fuck off. Listen, I never. Listen, you niggas don't listen, believe listen, that for a listen, second. Listen. I'm not saying Joe Budden is... I don't is, believe it. I n- never did it, it. You can rewind it. Never did I say, I think Joe Budden is one of the top rappers of all time. What I said is, I can understand people saying it because I remember thinking he was a really good rapper well, back in well, the day. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, I didn't, well, if you're talking ability, ability, yes. Look, 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 ability, look, he is one of the look, top here's rappers. The thing, here's ability. The thing, here's the thing. I, I, I don't remember if I said... You said that, but no, I'm just, did, I, I just said like this notion. Yeah, like I'm you, talking about people. Didn't. Yeah, I know you. This didn't. notion that Joe Budden is one of the top rappers of all, all time. 
And of course, they're only going to talk about ability because they're not talking about rapping, like yeah. successive songs. Success, exactly. Of course, they're not talking about that. Exactly. I can see why somebody would make the argument. Fine, because Joe Budden, technically speaking, he's sick. Is an amazing rapper. He's, he's even still to this day. He's an amazing when he rapper. would hop on something, like he was sick. But, but, but he never. Let's be real. Yeah, he never let, was but, able to no, bloom. But what I'm saying is, let's be real. When we have these conversations, because this like people cop and please when they're trying to make an argument that's convenient. Okay. Nobody has a fucking list that only exists full of ability. Yeah. At some point. The criteria has to include success of yeah, records, so exactly. how, how good your album exactly. was, like I would, your catalog. I would At never, some point, you have to factor that in. I would never put him on my list because of that reason. I would yeah. never put him on my list. Right. He would be on. He would probably make one of my personal favorite rappers right. list because, like, when I liked him, I liked him a lot. But he's not. As nowhere near accomplished as these other people. But anyway. So, so I like the record to show that uh, this is how little we feel about the Young Jeezy album that we didn't even talk about it. And we I, went I straight getting, to talk I, about I, Joe Budden. I, I, you, know, I, you know, the <laughs> thing is, I fell in love with hip hop around that time when Joe Budden's album came out. We used to always talk about hip hop in, in high school. Of course. I fell in love with hip hop around that time. But anyway, around that time, Jeezy came out also. Joel Santana, Jeezy, Lil Wayne, Joe Budden, all those people. Dipset, Cameron, they were all hot at that time. Lil Wayne was just starting to get hot. So Young Jeezy's Thug Motivation was one of my favorite albums of all time, the 101. But if you consider Jeezy's career after that, you could argue that it was a disappointment. You can you argue that he underachieved as a rapper. And so... With Thug Motivation 104 coming out, which, which by the way, I want to also add, Young Jeezy, for me, Young Jeezy and Gucci Mane came out about the, the same time. They came out, it was so icy. And it was almost like, yo, pick your your dude right here, Gucci Mane or Jeezy. I was like, I'm running with Jeezy. Of course. I'm I'm running always, with Jeezy. I had always ran with Jeezy. I was like, yo, I'm running with Jeezy. I think his future is, is unstoppable. Never in a million years. If you would have asked me in 2004, 2005, who would have the better career if, like, I went to the DeLorean, went back to my high school, and, and said, yo, Gucci Mane's going to by far have the better career than Young Jeezy. I would have looked at you and be like, what? What are you talking about? But, you know, um, Thug Motivation 104 is it's actually pretty sad. It's an example of how hip-hop can come from under you. Carmelo Anthony is dealing with that in the NBA right now, where we know you're just as good as all the other rappers in the game. We know Jeezy can put down a really good verse. But this hip-hop game just doesn't... It's it's no longer looking for that type of music anymore. So when I was listening to Thug Motivation 104, I was like, oh, you know, these songs, I get it. He's, he's talking some good stuff, his boss stuff, gangster stuff, mafioso stuff, traps, no man, blah, blah, blah. But it's just not hitting anymore. And so what I think what happened was... Jeezy was never a great rapper to begin with. So he relied on his realness to connect with listeners. Well, when your realness starts to get watered down a little bit because people know you, you now have to start relying on your ability to make music. And Jeezy's ability to make music was not always great. It was his realness that made him great. 
and you're starting to notice like this dude really can't make a hit like that and so that's kind of what 104 kind of felt like just another attempt at Jeezy trying to show the world that he can be a good rapper but we feel in your realness and right now his realness does not translate to today's time don't get me wrong I love Jeezy I love Jeezy I like what he brought to the trap to ATL but like I just wasn't feeling it man and I just haven't been feeling him for years now actually yeah, you know, it's a long soliloquy. I mean, hey, like I think it was necessary because I mostly wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. Um, I really have no buts. I mean, you, you're right. He has been exposed over time. I don't blame him, though, you know, because it's like we all knew from back then that Jeezy was decent at rapping. I don't think anybody, even when Jeezy was like at his at his most popular, nobody was ever like, "Oh man, you hear you hear that bar? Oh my God, look at the way he flipped that 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 melody!" Or no, like it was it, his real. It was always the 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 the, the, the 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 seemingly authentic vibe he gave. That was always what carried him. And I think you're right. I mean, his his inability to make a song has I think crippled him over time. Now. That's not me saying that this album is just absolutely bad. I think the album is a a collection of, you know, relatively decent songs that I think summarize what Jeezy has stood for his whole career. He he gives you the nostalgic drug dealer perspective. He gives you the nostalgic dude who grinds. He been grinding his whole life. He, he he's never trusted anybody. He making money. Da 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 da. I love the intro. I think the intro is one of the best songs of the album. The entrepreneur. It is. It is. We, 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 he sampled Gary V. My man Gary V. I, I was thought wonder, that was genius. I was wonder who that was. I, I thought like, that was genius. Who is this white man? Yeah, it's Gary V. Yeah. Uh, genius. Uh, and then it's very very ironic because I don't know why, but I like the first and the last song of the album. <laughs> I like the song with John Legend, the real MVP. Like, it was almost like Jeezy needed that extra, extra, uh, what am I trying um, to say? Yeah, it's like. Push. The, he needed. The, the he, artists on there pushed him to the finish line. Not only the artists, but it was almost like the the structure of the song. Like, just, mm. just the way in which the song came across. I thought, it sounds crazy because I think the less Jeezy I heard on this album, the more I was actually happy. Like for example, the song with uh, Ty Dolla Sign, uh, the song Four with play. the song with Ty Dolla Sign was great. Foreplay, I thought I liked the song with uh, MLK MLK Boulevard with with uh, Meek Mill. Yes, uh, really liked that song actually. The beat Meek Mill killed it. Like the song with Queen Nyjah, it's a really good song. I hate the song All Night with with Gunna. So. Without going through every song, oh by the way, I didn't like the song '06 with Rick Ross. I didn't like it either, but Rick Ross's verse was good. It was very good, actually. So without going through every one song, time is really good. One time is fire. One time is good. One time. One time is came fire. out though, like yeah, it came out a while ago. ago. One time is fire. So without going through every song, I will just su- I will summarize and just say the end of a chapter uh, of a of a of a story is upon us. I think nobody will. F- if you were around during the Young Jeezy time, you will never forget you know, the trajectory that he started out with, 
Now, did he live up and did he sustain his career over time? I think the answer to that is no. It's I think it's unequivocally no. I think we can all agree that Young Jeezy plateaued a long time ago. And while, you know, everybody can't be great, I think he's still had a solid career because he's been able to still He's make, had a successful career. Yeah, he's been able he's to still have a hit every now and again. And he's been able to seemingly navigate his way through the industry and still be himself. That's what I get from him, even when I listen to the music. So, hey, man, that's all I got to say. By the way, I don't think this is his last album. He says it is. He said he'll come. So back. he clarified. So I actually heard an interview. This is his last album on Def Jam. Mm. So doesn't mean he's never going to make music again. Doesn't mean he's never going to make a project again. Just not on Def Jam. He's been on Def Jam since he, like, I think came out. Def Jam South. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on, man. Next album. Jadena dropped his, what, second album called 85 to Africa. And uh, I will be honest with you guys. Very, very honest with you guys. I was very, very, very surprised that I that I liked it. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I loved it. Not good. Trust me, it was not that good. I'm not. I don't get it twisted. I'm not saying it was the A project. I don't even think it was a B plus. It wasn't even a. It's borderline a B. I won't even give it a B. I'll probably give it a C plus. But I didn't even expect to like it that much. I'll tell you why. Because he came out with some music in advance, obviously. Susu, after hearing that song throughout the body of this project, don't like that song at all. Not a fan of Susu. I thought the album started out great with his intro called, do you remember what it was called? Shit, I'm about to pull it up right now. Hold on. Uh, Jadena. I got you, stat boy. I got you. Worth the worth the wait. You rapped hard on that. I thought that was a great intro. Great intro. Like he was rapping. I like the the flow. I like the melody. I like all that. Eighty five to Africa. Very stereotypical kind of you know single, if you will. Just I don't know. It was kind of lazy for that to be the name of the, the album and the song. I thought he could have did more with that. Didn't really hit me the way I wanted it to. Uh, Babu Babuche is that how you pronounce it with Gold Link? Who knows? I don't know, man. I like that song a lot though. Really good. My one of my favorite songs is Tribe on the album. Surprisingly, thought it was very copycat ish. You know, he he really kind of Ty Dolla Sign and Drake. Yeah, he sounded a lot like Drake, man. He he sounded very very much so like Drake. But who the hell does not in this game? There's a lot of people still in flows, still in Drake's flow. I'm not going to hold this man accountable like he's the only person doing it. I'm, I'm, I, that would be phony of us and of me specifically to make it seem like he's the only person doing it. It's a good song, though. I like Tribe. Uh, and then the album kind of dips off because I didn't really feel, like I said, Susu. Wasn't feeling Zodi with Mr. Easy. Wasn't feeling That's Sufi. the best song, Zodi. No, no, it's not. Wasn't feeling Sufi Woman. You're crazy. Get out of here. And then it starts getting a little, be- little bit better. Get out of my house. You're actually in mine. Uh, so you leave. Well, you know we can do this remotely. Uh, it starts getting better. It picks back up. Vaporiza. I love that song. Pretty and Afraid. Sounds like this freaking Disney Jungle Book song. It sounds great. 
It actually sounds like a Christmas song for whatever reason. The one thing I love, here's the crazy thing about Jadena, right? And it's actually a positive and a negative. He's so versatile that it's almost a bad thing. It's almost like he doesn't even know what to do on his own music. It's like, bro, like just pick a style and run with it. I think people will love him more agree with that. if he just simply pick one I or ag- two. I agree with he that. He has so many styles in his arsenal, it's unbelievable. Not many people can actually do what he does. So when you factor that in, and it's very it's a very similar argument that we made about specifically you actually, because you I think you were the one who made it about Trippy Red. Where you were like, he's he's too talented and he's too experimental for his own good. Again, that can be a bad thing. When harnessed properly, it can be amazing. Sort of like what I believe um, St. John is able to do. Because I think St. Mm-hmm. John is mm-hmm. supremely talented. You spitting facts right now. He's supremely talented. You spitting facts but right he's now. Been able to har- he's been able to harness it. I think Jadena is a perfect example of somebody who needs a A&R. He needs an executive producer. He needs somebody to rein him in. And by the way, we're going to talk about another dude who is one of my favorite artists of all time who executive produced one of my favorite artists of today. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know that then. But hint, hint, J. Cole and Young Thug. J. Cole executive produced Young Thug's album. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But the point is, somebody needs to be in Jadena's corner and tell him, look, bro, like, I know you can do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, F, Y, F, three, but whatever, whatever, bro. Just do, just do these three. F three, whatever. That's print key. You oh. want him to be a print key? So, listen, listen. My point, my point is, <laughs> all, I, all, all I'm trying to say is, Jaden is too talented to be this all over the place. So, with that being said, I think this album is just it. I, I liked it. I liked it for its diversity. I liked it. I thought it could have been way better. It had the opportunity to be so much better than it, than what it was. But yeah, man, I'm not. That's that's really it, man. I'm sure you. Ha- I'm sure you're gonna trash it. I am almost certain that you're gonna <laughs> trash it. So I'm. I'm very interested. That's why I'm glad I went first. So go ahead. <laughs> I'm glad I got this out the way. It's funny. Did you know? You know what? <laughs> I don't know if this was on the episode, or this is us just talking. From yesterday, uh, last episode, didn't I go on a like slight rant about Jandena? I said I, everything you just said, similar was very similar. I said he has identity issues as a musician. You were like, man, I don't know. I haven't really done research. To your to your defense, you said I haven't really done research, and I said I've listened to enough Jandena songs. That's not to what I realize. You, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. I mean, music. you you you. Or you say you didn't yeah. care enough, yeah, or it, something like that. Well, I actually disagreed. Yeah. So, so, and I, no, no, no. What happened was I said I didn't hear his recent music because I yeah, didn't hear his yeah. Susu. So, so I was telling, dropped, I, I was didn't like, hear any of that I was like, now. since since he came out, I feel like he's had identity issues. And 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 just to be fair, listen, we are both Nigerian American, right? We're both Nigerian American. Jadena is Nigerian American. Wale's Nigerian American. When you are a Nigerian American, a lot of times there is going to be some identity issues. If you're something Absolutely. American, if you're anything American, Ghanaian American, Nigerian American, Russian American, uh, I'm glad you're pointing this out. By all way. any type of American, you're Which going to have to some identity you. issues. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, for me, I feel like 
Jadena's identity issues pours into his music. I'm sure he's listen. I'm not here to tell him he's you're you're not as black or you're not as American. You're not as Nigerian. No, no, no. I don't know you. I just listen to the music, and I feel like Jadena is very talented. He can rap really well. For a lot of people that don't know that, he's a phenomenal rapper. He he actually sounds equivalent to your top MCs when he decides to spit. Your top MCs when he decides to spit, which is every once in a while on this album. He rapped a lot on this. It's every once in a while. It was I would say I would say thirty percent was rap. Twenty five to thirty percent was rap. But then the one thing that I think is the most impressive thing about Jendena is he has this knack for creating timeless sounding music. And I don't mean timeless as in like seventies, eighties. I'm talking like fifties. Moments of this album sound like it was like some great Gatsby type music. Bro. Pretty and Afraid sounds yeah, like it's, it sounds it like sounds like it, a forty song. I can almost guarantee you, if you were to ask Jadena right now who his influences were as musicians, he's gonna name a couple rappers, but he's also gonna rena- he's also gonna name Harry Belafonte. Because if you listen to Harry Belafonte's Frank Sinatra. music, Frank Sinatra, he's also gonna name Fela Kuti. By the way, I, I know forgot, for sure. By the way, sorry, I forgot, to, and I'm gonna let you go real quick. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention Jungle Fever. I really like that song. Okay, I don't really, like really song. good song. But but, the, but, the, but that's that's his strongest suit. But when he does stuff like Tribe, like I get it, I get it. Tribe, oh yeah, the kids like Tribe. It's, it's one of those songs that all these people make. Blah 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 blah. But it's like it's almost like I go based off. For me, I'm more of a feelings guy. You can get to the logistics and all that stuff. I'm more of a feelings guy, and. Too many times on this album, I felt like he was trying to convince us that he's a rapper. He's trying to convince us that he's an Afrobeats artist. Don't try. Let it just naturally come out. I need a little more naturalness. That's my issue. That's my only, 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 only issue with Jadena. Only. With that being said, this album is very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable music. It's very good. It's just I need a little more natural feeling. Let it just come out naturally. No, you don't have to prove anything. Be like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, he knew he came in like, yo, I'm weird. I'm not like everybody else. When I I'm gonna rap when I feel like rapping. I'm gonna sing when I feel like singing. I'm gonna just whatever, however the music takes me, I'm gonna do it. But tribe just sounds like, oh. I got this beat and I have to rap on it. And I have to rap tough. And I have to rap this way. And I have to sing this way when I have to beat. Nah. Just let it flow. Like, let it be. But that's just my observation. That's just my feeling. Listen to the music. Now go ahead and, and cuss me out and tell me what I... I ah, listen, I'm going to let the I, people... I, uh, no, you said that I, 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 I'm going to get me on something. Yeah, I don't recall what that was. Okay, but, 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 but shit, I got tons of... Sh- I got tons of stuff to say towards... Your entire position about Jadena, you 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 know what it is. I've noticed it, and and you know, listen, I'm gonna be a little, be a little political here, not super political, but like I think because he is Nigerian American, you're too freaking picky. You you nitpick on people like that. 
Same reason why you nitpick on Wale. No, it has nothing to do it's, with Nigerian American for Wale. What? Not, I, my I my identity a, issues bro. is my identity issues with Wale. Yo, you has nothing you to got, do with Nigerian American. You got issues with he, that man for no, the same not exact reason you just Amer- no. Not not that articulated one. No, on Jadena. No, I mean my, I'm I not think, saying they're the same type of artist. That's not what no, I mean. I know, but it's not has nothing to do with that. I, it has to do. By with, the way, that's just one. That's just one part of the reason why I believe you're nitpicky on this guy. Wale. No, no, it's no. I'm talking about Jadena. So, so forget Jadena. Yes, no, I don't because Jadena. I don't want to. I don't want to get into this Wale because this is a ten year conversation we've had about Wale. I don't want to get into the Wale again, but. I feel like you're nitpicky you on You just these said dudes. the same thing to me. About what? About I mean you just said the same thing about Jadena. That I did. No. I you did, said identity. I, no, no, no. I never first off, I didn't use the word identity. Okay. I said he's talented, and I said he has not yet found a and honed in on his on on, on, on the type of music he's gonna make. I think there's tons of fucking artists who have that problem. Okay. This is not just him or or Trippy Red or or anybody like there's a bunch of people who's talented, but you seem to be a little bit more nitpicky. Isn't that identity? Your music identity? Your musical identity? I just told you, I don't know nothing about this man. Uh, I is don't it, is it know identity? this man. I, I said identity. Is it I identity? I don't know this man. Yes. Who are you as an artist? We don't know yet. We know what he's capable of so, doing. So how much of that has to do with them finding themselves as a person? A lot. So right. I think it has to do a lot with that. Because you develop identity issues. You develop... It has nothing to do with you being Nigerian-American, but you develop identity issues. You just just made the argument that because he's Nigerian-American, right, that comes with, you know, sort of identity struggles, I'll call it. Yes. Because we've all dealt with that. Which is fair. We've all dealt with that. I've dealt with identity struggles, So that is like a whole nother battle, number one. And then you throw in the fact that you're just talented and you have all of these styles. Yes. So now you're trying to figure out how to freaking make all of these styles blend together and exactly. you're still trying to find out how to mesh that with the type of person you are. Exactly. That's so, difficult. So, so it's, it is difficult. And I'm not sitting here saying what they're doing is easy. Now, oh, I'm okay. not saying that, but what, what, what happens is when you develop identity issues you start to see things a little deeper than it really is right okay, okay. so what i think jadena's issue is you give him a song and he thinks too hard about which way i should go with it like tribe oh oh you know what i think i should do like this drake sign but then at the same time i can like start doing nigerian accent then i can start doing this it almost looks like you're like yo bro take a step back relax a little bit and what comes to your head and see, and see, and the, so that's the same, same exact thing with Wale. And Wale, but Wale's is different. Wale's is not Nigerian music. That's not his identity issues. His identity right, his is, issues is, is different. You different, look at a song types, and you think types. too hard. So you're like, yo, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do poetry on this song, but well, I want to rap. But, wanna, but wanna, you're saying the same thing about Jadena. So you're saying the same exact. I'm saying thing. the exact same thing, but his just happens to be Nigerian music involved. Right, but not always. We we just said he said he makes music like he's okay. in the fifties. I understand. Well. Like I understand. he has yes. a lot of different styles. I, it happens to be involved. I didn't say of that's the only thing. I'm of saying course that Nigerian music is involved in this situation. Of course. And so I mean, there's I mean, we don't talk about everybody, but I've I've said Nicki Minaj has identity issues, didn't I? I said, yo, Nicki Minaj, in I, my opinion, I just. Like yeah. she has identity. No, issues. no, no. I mean, a lot. It, well, in my a point, lot of people have identity. Point, and that's music, said, and that's music said, identity. And that's why I said, like a lot. And that was the point I was making. Like a lot yeah. of people have musical. I uh, I didn't say identity issues, but I said they're they're very talented and they are yet to hone in on that 
into making a but if you want to call it music it's, identity it's music fine. identity let's call it that let's let's give and it a for key me, word. I'm, I'm getting it's, dr phil with it let's give it a key let's I'm give it a key dr. word phil and i'm trying to figure out why listen i'm gonna tell you right now i think tribe i think he did everything they was supposed to on tribe there's nothing wrong with that song i think to i personally believe you're nitpicking that's just my opinion i thought i could be completely I thought, wrong i thought that's just because i think i think tribe i i thought he did exactly what he listen, was supposed to the song I, is called tribe I get it. I get it. The but, beat calls for it, him to rap. I it, sprinkle in some of your African not, it, like, roots into the song, and then give it a little spice. Homeboy you have a song. Out, Homeboy came out with grease in his hair, looking like he came from the nineteen twenties. Now that's a problem. On Classic Man, look, you saw you saw his hair on Classic Man. <laughs> yeah, suits. Right. He wore nothing but suits. So and, and here's and here's and the so great, here's, like, a, here's the craziest part. You have any, and, and that's the strong. That's your strongest point. But you, because but because because but hold on. Let me let me let me. That's finish your that strongest comment. point. Let me finish because that's nothing to do with the music. That's actually just your. Let image. me finish that thought. Go ahead. His image there, with the slick hair and everything, the suits, fell directly in line with classic man to me. Mm-hmm. Directly in line with that. Now he's all over the place. I don't even know. Nothing matches. His identity, his music that he's making is all over the place. Classic Man is easily, by far, his best song he ever made. By far. Of course. It probably will, it little probably bit, will be his probably best. Probably second. It pro- he probably will never little top Little bit Classic was beautiful. Man. It was amazing. It felt natural. I didn't have any issues with those two songs. It's when I started hearing the album. Then I started saying, okay, this guy slightly, you know, he kind of has identity issues. Now... It's like, yo, I, for instance, one of the main reasons you probably don't like that song with Mr. Easy, one of the big reasons is because it just sounds phony. That's what, well, that's it why just I don't sounds like it. Phony. That's why I don't like it. And that's it. what I'm saying. It's, I like it. So, 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 <laughs> so I how, like, so I like Jadena's songs from face value. If I'm just not thinking too hard and deep about it, oh, this is a good song. I want to hear it. It's not believable. If I dive deep, it, it sounds, it, it doesn't sound organic to me. It sounds forced, right? It that's, sounds phony. That's the main reason why I don't like that song. Identity no different. Issues. No different. Di- well, no. That's identity no, issues. Because it's no okay. different. It's no different than what you said about Ashanti's song last episode. That's just stupid. That sounded bad. It was like you. Tra- you it, it, it was it sounded, sounded phony. Bad. It was phony. It, it, it was beyond phony. It was it's not. Got, it wasn't okay. phony. Here's another. Thing. I, I just don't think she knew. Here's what she was another. Doing. I'm jumping ahead because we're gonna talk about Sway Lee and dang, we gotta move on. But. Sway Lee had a song with Drake. That song sounds phony. Yes, it does. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree. I agree. That's one of the that reasons it's, it's, it's not, not a bad song. It's not song. that it's, it's a bad phony. song. I agree It just that. sounds freaking phony. I, it doesn't I, sound I, authentic. I'm, I'm a, not rolling. I'm 100% with you on That's that. why I don't I'm like the Mr. Easy and uh, Jadena song. It's not an indictment on him as an artist. But you some, see, you listen, sometimes as an artist, some songs of yours just sound phony. Drake makes songs occasionally that don't sound real, but I'm not going to freaking say, yo, Drake as an artist is a representation of that one song. Like, it's just one song out of the many that they're able to make. But my problem is with Wale and Jadena. I don't want to bring up. Listen, I'm just, I'm forget, just saying his name. Forget just about Wale. Those two in particular. And we got to move on, damn particular, it. In particular, those two, they have, in my opinion, they have not found themselves yet. Like, they have not. And I get on these two because I think they're hella talented. I think Wale and Jadena are super talented. They should be superstars in their respective genres and fields. 
Just say you on them because they're Nigerian, man. No, it has nothing to Keep do with it that. Keep it a hundred. It has nothing to do. Keep we it a hundred, man. How many times have we talked about? I'm sick How many of this. times have we talked Just about? Just keep it a How buck. many times have we talked about? Jadena you on are the show? extra hard on them because you they are me, Nigerian. I'm extra hard on. Nikki. You know it. Okay. You know it. it but it's okay though. I, it, I'm not. But no, but I'm saying it's okay. okay. There's nothing wrong with like wanting your own people to like because you already see the talent, but be like, yo, man, you you can do more, man. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. No. All right, then, okay. I disagree with that. Okay. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Anyway, let's move on. I'm not hard on uh, what's that dude? Remember that black dude uh from the UK that was Nigerian? Skepta? No, not Skepta. I forgot his uh, name. Wait. He had that one song. Tiny Temper? Do you see me cussing <laughs> out Tiny Temper? Tiny Temper. Do you see me saying anything about Tiny no, Temper? Tiny Temper didn't show he was talented. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he had a song with Wiz Khalifa doesn't mean he was fucking talented. Bye. Tiny Temper. I didn't say anything about him. Yeah, let's move on, man. He's Nigerian UKian. Yeah, who cares? He doesn't make music anymore. <laughs> so why should I care about him? <laughs> All right, we got to speed through yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rhapsody dropped a new album called Eve. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, I like the... Uh, I really like the the kind of dedication that she gave towards like black women. I thought it was a good message. Is the music strong? Yeah. It's it's okay. Personally, I feel like her last album was way better. That was a Grammy winning album, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Grammy, well, Grammy nominated, nominated, Grammy nominated. nominated. I think Layla's Wisdom was like it was deserving of that. This album, she went way more commercial than I think most people are going to expect from her. Because she's really trying to like get out of that rapidy rap stereotype, because that's really the box that she's been in. It's no it's no different than what Kendrick uh, was 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 doing or what the box people put Kendrick in before dropping the damn album. Where he was he actually showed he was able to make like kind of like consistently, mm-hmm. not saying he wasn't doing it before because he he had swimming pools, but consistently dropping like more rhythmic yeah. sounding songs. But anyway, yeah. I thought it was a good album, man. I like the song um, called Oprah. By the way, she named all the songs after black women. Mm-hmm. Famous black women, I guess, inspired her. Anyway, it's a good album. I'll go check it out, man. Nothing more to say. You know, it's funny. I always get Rhapsody and No Name confused. Oh, really? Yeah, I always get those two confused. Hmm. Two phenomenal rappers. But I actually didn't get a chance to hear this album. But Yeah, check it out. I'm going to definitely check it out. It's worth it. It's worth it. He, she, he also, she also has a song called Serena. Dope. See, that's the song with J. Cole, right? Sojourner. Oh, my God. They both snapped on that. Um, Queen Latifah's on there? Queen Latifah snapped. Dude, Queen Latifah snapped on that song. I think she got Ghostwriter. She has to. I don't care what happened. I heard Queen Latifah rapping, and I said she snapped. Kendrick probably wrote it. Here you go, devaluing women. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, discrediting the black woman. You know why I say that? For real, for real. You know why I say that? Because recently, I was reading something that said, Somebody wrote for Queen Latifah or something like that. I, I, I was reading that recently. What, back in the day? or, or Back in the day. So I'm like, these days is she snapping? Oh, man. Hey, man. Probably Rhapsody. Wrote Who knows? Uh, next album. Young Thug dropped the album. His first official, official, official album called So Much Fun. What'd you think of this, man? Damn, we talked about this last? Yeah, I know. We, we got a rush? I know, man. Man, I really like this album. I really like the album. I mean, really? a lot of people... So, it's going to grow on people. And that's what happened to me when I first listened to Barter 6. I was like, man, who is this guy, Young Thug, that everybody keep talking about, blah, blah, blah. I heard a couple of times, blah, blah, blah. 
every time I played card barter six again over and over again, it just kept getting better and better. I think that's how this album's gonna be. He didn't trick me this time. I knew from the start that this is gonna be a good album that people weren't gonna be feeling like that because on it, Young Thug is not as experimental as he was back in the day. Um now he sounds more polished to me. Uh he's more his thoughts are more clear. Uh he comes across as more exact. I thought the features that he put on the album were conducive to what he wanted to do in the grand scheme of things. And then it was just fun. Surprisingly, an album called So Much Fun was fun. So for a debut album, which is outrageous that this is his debut album, I feel like I heard like 19 albums by him, but they were all projects, mixtapes, EPs, blah, 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 blah. For this debut album, which is kind of sucks. All the nice ass titles that he had for projects. He called this one so much fun. Come on, man. Beautiful Thugger Girls you had. You had Slime Season. You had Barter Six. This just called it so much fun. What the hell is that? But yeah, I really like the album. Well, I know you you think Young Thug parted seas and was put on earth as a prophet. So Yo. I'm sure you're glowing. Well, that's funny you say that because I'm not, actually. Um, the reason I'm not is because, you know, I definitely see that this is the more polished, toned down, more lackadaisical, kind of just carefree young thug. Traditional. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't know about tra- maybe 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 traditional like hip hop as into of, of, of today, but I don't think this is a traditional young thug. Because because to me, he kind of assimilated into the sound of today versus what he's always been able to do, which is display his own style in a unique way. And like I mentioned earlier, J. Cole executive produced this album, um, Mm -hmm. which is very interesting to me because, again, like I was saying earlier, Young Thug's a perfect example of somebody who's very talented, has so many different styles, so many different ways he can make a song. But J. Cole, as an executive producer, apparently was like, listen, man, I need you to do A, B, and C only. Don't go into your DEF. G-H-K-Y-Z bag, which you're capable of. And by the way, I like all the other things that Young Thug is capable of that he did not show on his album. So for me, while I appreciate Young Thug and everything that he does, because I'm a Young Thug stan, I, admittingly. A stan. I'm a, I, young Thug can do no you wrong. kiss the floor Young Thug walks Young on. Thug is, I will say he's he is one of he's going to go down as one of the most influential impactful hip hop artists of all time and he only has one album. We just talked about that that discrepancy and how that's bullshit, but whatever. Um and you know people nowadays don't care about the album see, quote look, unquote. Look, 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 they don't look, care about look, that. Look how he's ducking Submate. <laughs> You don't want to talk about Submate. No, I glossed, I glossed <laughs> you over. You don't want to talk about Submate. I glossed over. Yeah, you over. duck Submate on that, on that soliloquy. Yo, the album has like 20 songs. Come on, man. Duck Submate. That's one of the worst songs I heard in my life. But no, seriously though, man, I think the features were well placed. Future makes a lot of bad songs. He's bad. I told you this like two episodes ago. Future makes a lot <laughs> of bad songs. Yeah, hey, listen. I said it. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, listen. Look, can I get through my review? Shit. Uh... You said what you had to say, damn it. You didn't address Submate on yours. But uh, no, seriously, though, I, I I think this is, 
It's not on my version. I'm trying not to like trash this because I don't think it's a bad. I think it's good, but this is not the young thug that I prefer. I will I will leave it at that. That's fair. I That's promise fair. you, this is not the young thug I prefer. That's fair. I prefer the the uh, slime season. I prefer the 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 even the EP he put out last uh, the last go round. You know what I'm talking about? Um, where he had like seven songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that EP. It was called uh, On the Run. Yeah, I love that EP. The ty- the the music on that. Come on, man. It's it's, it's that's un- actually my favorite Young Thug project. Bruh, it's unmatched, man. Like, th- but see, this is left field in a, in a, in a way that's still kind of sounding traditional. But anyway, y'all go check it out. Y'all let us know what you think about the album. They're ill and they're not. So advice. All right. So speed round. First song on the ill and the not so advised. We got Summer Walker with their new song called Playing Games. I believe it was produced by London on the track. Who, by the way, I should have mentioned this in the last segment, but I think the reason why this Young Thug album was not as good was because he didn't work with London on the track. <laughs> I really believe that. But anyway, this Summer Walker song is fire. Fire. Nothing more needs to be said. I love Summer Walker. The messages that she has in her music. It's one of those things. It's, it's rare that like men... And women artists can relate to both um, um, sexes. I think she relates to both. Like, as a man, you can listen to her music and understand where she's coming from. As a woman, you understand where she's coming from. Mm. That's a great way to, uh, you know, word that. Yeah, you're right. Next song. g Easy dropped a song called All Facts featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I thought this was a really upbeat song and had a lot of cool vibes. Of course, you can't go wrong with Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, what was your favorite part of this song, man? Because mine was the hook. Oh, the song. hook was great. You know, I, thought, <laughs> I didn't I care mean, what I didn't care what G-Eazy was talking about. The hook about. and the vibes. I thought the vibes on this song were good. G-Eazy has turned into 2019's Heartbreak Drake. Like he does it really well, and I thought this song was uh, another example of that. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, next song, Georgia Smith drops a song. She, well, sorry, dropped a song called "Be Honest" featuring Burnout Boy. Uh. What'd you think of this, man? I loved it. Georgia Smith, if you know her last album, it's, it was a pretty passionate album. It's kind of fun to see her have fun. And this is a, like a, a Afrobeats type, somewhat fun track where her and Burner Boy go back to back, go back, back and forth with one another. Just having fun with it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was interesting because, um, you know, I thought the Burner Boy feature was really good. Um, the song overall was really good, too. And uh, if you heard Georgia Smith on Burner Boy's album, um, which was a decent song. It wasn't the best. You would you would know they have some pretty good chemistry. I mean, that song is called Gum, excuse me, Gum Body. You guys can check that out. It's on uh, Burner Boy's African Giant album. We talked about that on, I hey, think, Burner Boy. the show before last. Burner Boy, I love you, but stay away from my Georgia. Hey man, he's involved with Stefan Don. Georgia, yeah, he is. I heard about that. He already got it. He got a good one. Yeah, he does. He got a good one. Only, only, only a dude like that can handle Stefan. Stefan Don is a, is is a she catch. scares me. She's <laughs> like she scares me as in like she she look like she'll put in work. Jesus, wait, what kind of work? What work. are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, what type of work? No, I'm kidding. All right. We'll let, the, we'll let the people ponder. On to some songs that are not so advised. First song, we got Sway Lee 
<laughs> with this song called Won't Be Too Late featuring Drake. This song is god-awful. It sounds like... God-awful? This song is if it's like, so god-awful, why I shake my ass to it? All right. Just the other day, I shook my ass to it. But why Why would you shake your ass in general to because anything? it needs to be shook. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, this song is like bad karaoke. It This song sounds like somebody who cannot sing that couldn't read the lyrics properly while they were singing a karaoke song. That's how that's how this song gave gave across. Drake came in and he tried to save it. He tried to save the song. It didn't necessarily work, but it still ends up on the 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 not so advised for this episode. Nah, I just thought it was decent. What'd you think? Nothing I thought actually. I mean, no, it, it was it wasn't bad. I thought it was your typical Drake Swaley type song. It's just that I think summer's almost over. We've heard all these type of songs for like the whole time. I think we're just tired of it. Probably. Probably if it came so. out in the winter, I think it'll be a hit. Probably so. And here they go trying to steal the Afro beats wave again. Sway Lee trying to get another one. He's trying to he trying to catch another one. I'm not mad at him catching another one because he's been grandfathered in with his unforgettable song. Uh anyway, next song. Some guy named Pop Smoke dropped a song called Welcome to the Party Remix featuring Nicki Minaj. And uh, I did not hear the original when it came out. It's a viral song. It definitely is a viral song, mostly in New York, the New York City area. This song just sounds bad to me. Uh, did you hear this? I heard it. I, I didn't like it. Like the hook it. is bad. I didn't like it. It sounds, it like, don't a, sound like it, it sounds was like the definition properly of a viral uh, song. Properly recorded. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like, did you, did you have studio equipment or not? But yet you have a Nicki Minaj verse now. But New York, New York people love those type of songs that sound like that. I guess. Cause what's his name song? Uh, uh, the the dude that's in jail now, Bobby Shmurda. His yeah. song sounded like that kind of. It did. So did his videos. The videos. His videos bad. too look like that. Videos yeah. look like it was shot on a damn they droid. Love those. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a video shot on a droid? <laughs> the, the razor. <laughs> it was five stars. Ill-advised thoughts. Thotty. You keep saying thotty. Is it thoughts or thotty? Yo, thotty. Thotty. Thought in your brain. Thought. Oh, in, oh, oh. Thotty. So not the thought, like, not, not, not thoughts that wear bikinis and stuff like that. Nah, it's like nah. a thought. Your brain might have a bikini. I mean, well, you might have a sexy thought, you know. Oh. Wait, your brain, now, your I'm, thought might wear I'm, a bikini. I'm very confused right now. Yeah, me too. So, my ill-advised thought for today revolves around the prosecution of adults now for things that they did when they were kids. Unfortunately, there's a lot of famous white people that fall in this category. Most recently, the famous white person that fell in that category was Sean Mendez. Not no, not Sean Mendez. Sorry. <laughs> Which is it Sean Mendez? Is this dude that made Lost in Japan? That's that's uh I have no idea. Uh uh Sean Mendez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Mendez. The one that's dating Camilla Cabela, right? Sean Mendez, come you t- on. You tell me. You know Sean Mendez. Barely. Sean Mendez. He's a what is he? He's a pop star, right? He's a pop star, yeah. Sean Mendez. He made Lost in Japan. Um he made that other song. But he's blown up. He has a song with Camila Cabello right now that's that's doing numbers. 
I love it when you call me Senorita. Never heard it. What? Are you alive? <laughs> anyway, that song is doing numbers. Testing, testing. Yes, uh, it's, it's, I believe so. It's doing numbers. So recently, they dug up old tweets of Sean Mendez in which he said what is perceived to be racial comments. As usual, he used the N-word, but he used it in a way where it was like he thought he was black for a second. You know, there's always that one time there's the, the white people like white kids when they get on Twitter, they like for one second think they're black and that they're free to t- use the N-word. He used the N-word. He put a hashtag or not a hashtag. He put like, you know, greater than he said light skinned people, light skinned girls are greater than everybody else. Pretty much saying I didn't know if that was a racist comment, but I guess um, it did. He made he posted a picture of him with his hair high and he said, look, guys, I'm rocking an afro. And he put LMAO after. Um, obviously, he did this when he was a kid. I say obvious because he's only like 20 right now. So. Say he did it like when he was 14, 15. Um, I'm quick to forgive people for what they did when they were kids. Just because when we were kids, we were doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. I remember for me, I didn't understand. When I didn't understand something important, a lot of times I made a joke out of it. Not knowing the consequences or the true deep, deep, deep meaning of it. For me nowadays, what I see is the apology that the person gives. Some apologies are phony. I get it. Some are genuine, where it's genuinely, genuinely, this person is remorseful for what they said and what they did in the past. And they didn't sometimes do stuff to make up for it. In this case, Sean Mendez, his apology was, hey, it was so-so. But I remind you, he's 20 years old. I do not expect a 20-year-old to understand completely what he was saying when he was younger or to know how to apologize for something so deep that offended a lot of people. But I say that to say this. The prosecution, I hate it. The prosecution of kids of what they did in the past. We all make mistakes. I believe we learn from our mistakes. I believe we can be better people from our mistakes. I believe now, hopefully, Sean Mendez, when you look at a, a African-American, black, however you want to categorize it, hopefully... You look in their eyes and you see the importance of making sure you respect us, respect our culture. This can be a learning lesson. Especially because they learned it when they were kids. But for me, I just I hate the prosecution. Chris Brown, another one for all these people that 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 try to um, that try to still attack Chris Brown to this day for his domestic violence that he he committed with Rihanna. I hate that. I think while we acknowledge that, yes, some people are saying stupid stuff, 
and they should not be forgiven for some of the stuff that they say. I do think we should be more of a forgiving uh, world, especially when you're talking about the youth. And in this case, for Sean Mendez, I forgive you for the stuff that you said. And now as an action, just be more sympathetic, figure out unique ways to just kind of show that you are at least understanding of our culture. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear about that story, but it's not surprising to hear yet another person that's getting in trouble for this type of shit. I mean, look, man, we hope it's sincere. And if it's not, you better you better act like it's sincere, Sean Mendez. Or is you gonna get you gonna get, get he's gonna get caught up again. They're gonna they're gonna find something else. But yeah, that's we'll see what he does. Yeah. We'll see what he does going forward. That's cool that's a cool thought. I have no issue with him. Oh, hey. So my my advice thoughts is is about Vince Staples. So as you guys know, Vince Staples is a rapper. He if you're not also if well I should say if you're not familiar with him, you should know he's a rapper. If you are familiar with him, you'll know he's a rapper, but more importantly than his raps, you'll know that his personality is really what gets people going. Um, it really is the one that starts the conversation. To be honest with you, Vince Staples is probably the equivalent of a unicorn of his type, because while he's not the first artist to be to have a great personality and for people to gravitate towards that, I believe he is probably, I should say, arguably the most influential artist when it comes to someone whose personality people care more about than the actual music like i've never seen this before i've never seen it and it's funny to me that even he recognized that as well because he he came out with his new vince staples show it's called the vince staples show and uh it debuted yesterday um as in thursday april i'm sorry august 22nd uh, so technically that was two days ago, at least for us. But hey, I'm giving you guys the date so that you guys know when it dropped. But he dropped his new show. It's going to be a series show where he's going to be collaborating with a director named Callmatic. Who, if you guys don't know who that is, that's the director that was behind the uh Lil Nas X Old Town Road video. But basically, they're collaborating and they're creating a show that highlights. Vince Staples personality it's gonna be scripted material you know Vince Staples given his personality uh it's gonna be on full display I think that's a dope thing to to highlight and I think it's gonna set the precedence moving forward for just artists in general who have really dope personalities where they're gonna start getting into really highlighting ways to show that personality on the main stage so while Vince Staples is not the first artist to highlight their personality i can think of a few brock uh i'm sorry action bronson he had a cooking show you know really dope personalities a really good rapper as well sounds like ghostface killer um i think vince staples though on the other hand is one of the younger acts who is not even in the slightest threatened by the fact that he is able to display his uh his personality um and, and honestly the man has great takes 
I mean, he he really knows how to speak. And so this thought is more so about not it's not only to highlight Vince Staples, but it's also just to highlight the fact that I think this is going to be a precedent moving forward where artists are going to be having TV shows, not on actual TV because that's almost dead. But I mean, like YouTube, like uh, I'm talking about official content officially put together material that displays their their ability and their their personality on you know in the limelight but um yeah shout out to Vince Staples man I, I fuck with Vince Staples like hard I like Vince he Staples. has great tweets he has great every time I hear him talk I think he's, he's just, he says some funny ass he's hilarious clever stuff he's so. carefree fearless yeah he's man and, and, and let's be honest with let's be honest with the people man because we've tried to talk about Vince Staples music every now and again haven't always been the most interested in it, right? It's not that he makes bad music, because I think his music is good. It's just, do I feel like hearing that from him? Not really. But I do want to hear him talk, so I think this is a great segue into being being able to put that on display. I agree with that. So I agree 100% with that. Yeah, man. 100% with that. With that being said, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, No. All right, shit. This old boy, man. We about to leave right now, right there. Big Jacob, man. What you talking about, man? We leave right now, man. This old boy. This hey, this episode's gonna be featuring Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> Please say to tell him. Please say to tell him. Well, uh, hey, if you guys don't already know, follow us on social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Dream Vision Network, RatingsGameMusic.com. Not net, damn it. Oh, and that, uh, what the hell? That's like back in nineteen ninety four. I know. Uh, anyway, if you haven't already done so, subscribe. Let us know why you like the show. Let us know why you don't. You know where to find us. We'll be here in two weeks. God damn it. And as always, if you're giving advice, make show it's ill. Yes, sir.